180 Fit. Answers to all your health, fitness, and life questions. Monday Motivation, Wednesday Workouts, and Friday Fit Forever. This is your host, Jen Plykin, with occasional guests. Let's get started. What's up, 180 Fit? Um, this is a special episode. This is episode number 100. So it's very special to me, and I wanted to do something special with it. And I've not had a chance to tell you a lot about myself and who I am and why I do what I do and where I come from and just all those kind of things. And so here with every 100 episodes, I'm going to do a special edition where dig into my life and you really get to know me as Jen and who I am and why I'm here. So today, my goal is to be kind of that bird's eye view, just kind of the overall who is Jen, what makes me up, what were some, you know, key components to my life that really defines who I am today. And so, and then I'll kind of zone in on each one of those with each 100 episodes, give you a grander picture. But, um, you know, I, I'm someone who is in pursuit of always becoming better, a better individual, someone who wants to live life with intention and meaning. And um, for me, the one thing that has kept me going my all my days is that I want to end my life knowing that I lived a worthy life, a life that mattered, a life where I can leave something behind that um, will continue on. I want to do my part, and I want to have the greatest impact on others' lives, help them just live their best and be their best. Those people who have felt like no one understands them, who feel like they can't get to where they want to go, and they keep trying, and they keep feeling roadblocks, and they don't understand why. I want to help those people really see that it's possible and um, really find that joy in who they are and being authentic and real. This world is so harsh with judgments. It's so quick to assume things about you, and especially if you're maybe a little different, if you think a little different, feel a little deeper. Um, judgments are cast, and it's hard. Um, I've been someone my entire life who has felt out of place. I felt like she doesn't belong anywhere, and it's, I've dealt with it in very poor ways at times, and in very powerful ways at times, and, um, you know, our past and our upbringing, as much as they can be traumatic, as much as they can hinder us, as much as we can feel like, man, why did that happen to me? Looking back on all the things that I'll mention throughout the different series I do here, I look back on those things and I appreciate them now, even the really difficult ones, the ones I used to sit there and why, like, why, why can't I have a different life, a different reality that I would hide and I would run from my reality. Now I look back on it and I realize, you know, I would not be the person I am today if it was not for those things happening. And so I have turned to a place of being thankful and also realizing that, you know, even the people who raise us, they did the best they could with what they could at the time, you know. So many times we can cast judgment upon our parents, upon others. And really, we weren't in their shoes. We didn't know what they've been through. What was their childhood like? And I think, you know, each time, each generation tries to do a little bit better. And so um, I've learned to appreciate my parents' strength and my parents, um, you know, just, just who they are and see that. And I wish I would appreciate them sooner and younger um, than I have for so many different reasons and realize that, you know, 
they 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 were going through so much with with us growing up and um they had so much that they fought and struggled through and it made their life and let me tell you my parents have come from nothing and they've made something of their lives and they've stepped together they've married over for 50 years i mean that's something let me tell you um so many parents so many people are divorced now i'm divorced you know um and so you know i just i so appreciate things and i want to start there because i think it's important for me to set the groundwork before I deep dive into some things of my life and be vulnerable and open. There's something that I keep on my wall. Actually, I keep several things on my wall. But I think this is so relevant for today's topic. There's a quote. I don't know who it's by because it's just on like a little card. It says, there's a time to make change, make things right, to put things where they should have been Yet, from the beginning, we convince ourselves that we are stuck where we're chosen to stick, and nothing can change it. Every moment, we can begin again. Every moment, you can become whoever you have waited to become. And so many times, we feel like we're, we are stuck. We feel like um, I know I have before. I felt like I was so stuck in so many different ways. I couldn't find that authentic thriving. That's why my key phrase is to maybe place a stuck to authentic thriving because guess you've been stuck, seriously stuck, me. Um, and there's a second thing I have in my wall that I think is relevant for you to understand from my, my journey. And this is by um, Brene Brown. And it's her manifesto of the brave and brokenhearted. And it reads this. There is no greater threat to the criti- to those who criticize and cynics and foremongers than those of us who are willing to fail because we have learned how to rise. With skinned knees and bruised hearts, we choose using our stories of struggle over hiding, over hustling, over pretending. When we deny our stories, they define us. When we run from struggle, we are never free. So we turn towards truth and look it in the eye. We will not be characters in our stories, not villains, not victims, not even heroes. We are the authors of our lives. We write our own daring endings. We craft love from heartbreak, compassion from shame, grace from disappointment, courage from failure. Showing up is our power. Story is our way home. Truth is our song. We are the brave and brokenhearted. We are rising strong. And, you know, the part of, you know, when we run from our struggle, we are never free. And I'm someone who used to run, run hard from my past. I didn't want it to be my life. I didn't want it to be my story. I didn't want it to define me. I didn't want it to be who I was. I was always trying to better myself and hide these hidden things that I didn't like about myself or didn't like about my story and um it just caused more bondage it just caused more pain it just caused it causes division in my heart and my mind because it's almost like I had two different people two different realities and I was trying to separate them but they always collide and your life will always come crashing down when you do that so um as a child you know I just felt so compared, um, so not good enough, 
so blamed and misunderstood and judged. Um, you know, my older sister, love her. They're very different, but love her. I've come to really appreciate her and who she is as a person. But she was, you know, front row, valedictorian, you know, just perfect. Um, my mom's best friend. You know, my younger brother could do no wrong, you know, boy of the home. And, um, and me. Coming from a family who is very, um, they're not outgoing like I am. And um, my mom and dad come from different cultures. My mom's, you know, is from the Greek culture. My dad's from the German culture. And um, they eloped to get married because they weren't allowed to marry. It wasn't allowed to marry outside your own. And they faced a lot of rejection from that. And my dad fought two rounds in Vietnam War. And so military, military girl background here. Um, and, and so, and they, I remember, you know, my parents used to, you know, we used to have cash envelopes and if we didn't have the money to do something, we didn't have the money, you know, but it was those habits and those things that now have them in a place where, you know, they, they can, you know, have built their own home on acres of land and just so many wonderful things, but they've struggled and they, they really have defined their life. My dad, I mean, I remember he graduated, um, he graduated with his bachelor's, um, you know, when I was, when I was either ending middle school or beginning high school, and I remember him walking across the stra- stage, and he worked full-time, and he got his degree, and, you know, talk about dedicated. Um, I learned all my um, wonderful skills with uh, setting goals and having them on my wall and he used to have a you know this dry erase whiteboard he would even mark his goals for like running and stuff and so I took after that and to this day to have it you know he never called in sick to work he was very had a lot of integrity with his job and you know my parents are very they have a lot of integrity with things and um, they expected a lot out of us there was there was a lot expected and, um, you know, I'm a little strong-willed, a little strong-headed. Maybe little is not saying enough. Um, and so I like to figure things out for myself. And I didn't like being told what was right or what was wrong, and um, even in school. And so I was very different than my sister. And when you kind of follow someone 20 months um, in age, and you get those judgments cast on you, and... Um, you know, teachers, I think, without meaning to, they expect you to be the same. And um, when you're not, they condemn you, especially if the person before you was just this perfect person. And I'm not. Um, I'm not at all. And so, and, you know, learning and all that wasn't easy. And um, I really like to learn the stuff I wanted to learn and forget the rest. And so, I don't know, I never felt like I could find my place never find that grounding I needed and um, just was the source of a lot of harsh and cruel comments even growing up and um, just a grand amount of different things that I mean I never told my parents out of shame and stuff and so those things 
continue to define me and you know abuse is just something that will rob you and steal life out of you and um it wasn't until I was in high school and I had a English teacher uh, Mr. Leonard and he for once in my life got to know me he did it with every kid and he just engaged each one of us and I felt I felt like I could just be me in his class I didn't feel like I was being compared or judged and because of him I became a school teacher for 16 years um you know because I thought man if I could take what he did and take it down to young kids like you know in elementary school how much my life and my career my educational journey might have been different um and so from when there I moved down to Dallas for college um for and got my educational degree and taught inner city for 10 years um while being married and that marriage was you know let me put it this way I accepted the marriage proposal on the 4th of July because I thought it was my own chance at marriage. Um, my self-esteem, my self-image was just, just horrible. I was already dealing with being anorexic um, since a teenager. And so it was one of those things like, well, if this is my only chance, and you know, I kind of idolized my parents being married so young. And I thought, man, I want to do that. I want to grow older someone and like journey through the life together. And so I did, because my parents' wishes to the point where I was about to walk down that aisle with an outside wedding. And um, my dad told me, he's like, Jen, I'll call this, call this all off. He's not right for you. And me being my stubborn self, right? But I knew. I knew on honeymoon night that it, it was the wrong decision, but stubborn me stuck it out for that long. Um, and it wasn't till a major event where another one of my huge dreams came crashing down to the choice of his um that I left and I left quickly I left without anything and um didn't get anything had to start my life over with sleeping on eventually sleeping on an apartment floor with um, a jacket as my pillow and a sweater as my blanket and rebuilding my life back up and um at the time Still being a school teacher, um, taught down and started up, started up with school in Cedar Hill. And then got a job at Lakewood Elementary as a first grade teacher and then gifted and talented. Um, and during time, I once again, fell back into another six-year abusive relationship, um, making excuses. I was so, I don't know, it's funny how looking back, I, like, Jen, what were you thinking that's crazy, um, to the point where he almost killed me and, like, had to go in hiding and, um, and all of that, so that's a big part of my journey, and, and then, um, after that, I decided, I was like, man, I have a problem, you know, have you ever stopped in life and you looked at yourself and, like, this is you, like, you have a problem, it's, you know, you're the one that keeps getting these relationships, and, I realized that. I realized that I had kept in these relationships. And then I realized that I had never, ever been single. I was always in a, in a relationship. Always. And so in 2018, I decided, as 
you know, January to January 2018, I decided I'm going to take two years and not date at all, which for the record freaked me out because I never want to be alone. Like, are you kidding me? And so I took two years and decided not to date. Um, one of the best decisions I have ever made in my life. And I will talk more about that at some point because that was a time that, um, was so essential to who I am today. Um, you know, I just, yeah, there's so much to my story I could share. Uh, it's hard to kind of pick out exactly what would be great for, like, this one. Um, you know, it's so easy to fall into the traps of, you know, of coping mechanisms. And I had lots of them, lots of coping me- mechanisms and lots of shame and lots of things that, to this day, I'm not proud of at all. Um, but the part of who I am, part of my story. And so um, I've made some p- very poor choices in life. Um, and so after I, like, got that one, abusive relationship, got protection order on that guy, and um, made the commitment I had to start my life all over again, it was once again back to square one. And I was thinking, how many times am I going to start my life all over again, right? And so then in the school year of 2018... Um, my school, my te- job, teaching job ended in an instant through some false judgments that were made. And, you know, when you see the writing on their wall, it's better to leave than to try to fight because they're going to try to take you out no matter what. And so all of a sudden, I'd lost everything once again, and I didn't know even what happened. I was confused. I was lost. Um... At the same time, I had been a fitness instructor for years and had all that at the gyms. And due to a workload at the school that year, I'd taken a month off of teaching at the gyms just because I needed to try to do all the workload that was on me and get ready for the school year. And so within that same 24-hour period of losing my teaching job, I lost my job teaching at the gyms and um, for taking too much time off. And so I was lost, confused. Um had a couple of friends that end up turning out by January to not be true friends and um, stab me in the back. And by the time I could need a friendship the most was the time I didn't have any. And I went through a very, very dark time from that October 2018 to August 31st, <laughs> 2019, because that's September 1st, last September 1st. Um, I turned 40. I was turning 40, and I had been wronged by about three more people, money stolen, still trying to figure out what I was going to do, <laughs> trying to do whatever I could to make ends meet. And um, I was seriously laying on my couch, tears streaming down my face, um, having a complete pity party, which is not like me at all. If you guys know me, um, I didn't even cry until I was um, late 30s. Uh, I was raising a family, we didn't cry. Um, because I've always been someone who, like, get knocked down, get back up again, like, fine, start my life over, not a problem. But I hit, hit, hit a big depression point. I've had been probably depressed for a while, and it was that point where I was like, is life worth it, Jen? Like, do you really matter? You're just causing more havoc, and, you know, that contemplation of suicide that will come in, um, you know, that is, is a tough place to be, and so I just say, you know, anyone that, if anyone, like, 
out there ever says to you know isn't my life worth it like take that seriously like really listen to them because they're really having a battle of the mind that's going on that's laying down that path that that could reach that suicidal point and um you know they're not looking for a pity party they're not looking for oh woe is you they're really struggling at that point and they need some people to come in their lives and help them see the light um because it's very hard to see the light and all I remember is at one point just from the couch getting up running to the bathroom mirror pointing myself in the mirror and going Jen you're the problem figure out you want to have your own business find people who have done this before and just do it Jen like just get over it and so at that point I um googled and I was looking for people who like had done business stuff and I found Dean Garcia and Tony Robbins and got into their KBB program and if I could say that an online program, two people saved my life, then these two people saved my life. Um, I never heard of either one of them much before, and so just their whole everything, it made me believe, again, in myself. It made me believe that my dream of having this business that was a holistic approach to fitness and to just, I got sick of the gyms, you know, they wanting to keep people and not slightly from their goals and all about the money and I was sick of seeing all these things and I'm like it's the whole person um and really it took me down my track of really finding my own way to not only my own healing but also to help others and through that that's where I came up with my model the 180 fit body mind method which is seven key pillars that must be in our lives in order for to really live a fit life for free from all the things that can hold us back and really keep us from living the authentic life and like I said you know my story eating disorders you know addictions you know all these different kind of things just controlled me and I couldn't break free of it I couldn't couldn't get to that place that I wanted to be I knew who I wanted to become but I couldn't reach it couldn't get there and all these misjudgments and all the past and everything just was you know haunting me and um what I realized is that I didn't need to listen to anybody else what I truly needed was the road back to me. I become so beat down and so, you know, it's like, Jen, you're too much, you know, water yourself. I so deflated myself as a person that I had to discover that way back to me because that's where I was going to thrive. I was going to thrive by listening to anyone else or becoming anybody else or following all these other things. And so, um, you know, so I did that. I was, it's been messy. It was bumpy. It's not pretty. But my business, who I am, exists today because of that time, that moment in the bathroom where I said, Jen, you're the problem. Figure this out. And I took massive action and stopped listening to this world. And I went for my dream. I went for to find out how I could go get to that road back to me where I could thrive as myself and take my mess and turn it into my message. And so I've spent the, you know, since then turning my life and transforming into the into the business it is today where I can truly help people find their way back to them and truly live their best life and um you know from a young child I've always believed in the power of showing up for other people and so for me, I remember so young I always would look for three things to do every day for somebody else to make them smile because I knew from a young child if I could make someone else smile I don't know. I felt good. No matter what was, no matter what happened, no matter what happened to me, or anything that went on, or whatever was going on in the world, if I could make three people smile, then somehow I could smile too, no matter what. 
And I've lived by that ever since then. To this day, I look for three ways I can make people smile. It's part of who I am. And so, you know, my, the foundation of Gojang um, and 180 Fit comes from a place of you matter. I hear you. I see you. It's a plan that's going to work for you. It's not my goals. It's not who I think you need to be. This is for you. So I want people to feel heard, seen, and understood. And I want to show up in their lives in a powerful way, like what I needed when I was struggling. Um, it comes from the perspective that really in life, we go through things for three reasons. One, because it needs, we need to learn a lesson. Two, because we need something to stop and so that we can change another direction. Like my teaching career, may need to end, so I would go down the path to my new business. You know, I would never do that, right? And then really the biggest one I think is, the most time this happens is that because not about us. It's about who we can be for other people in the future. Um, who we can show up for. Who we can say, I've been there, you know, and you know exactly what that person needs. I know exactly what people need when they're trying to leave, leave abusive marriage, when they're trying to get on top of fitness goals, when they're trying to overcome addictions and strong and things that feel really like huge issues in their life because I've been there, you know? And so I can show up powerfully without them saying they know exactly what, what they pretty much need because I know, I know I've been there. Meet that person I needed. Um, you know, I'm an advocate for CTIP, um, which is for ACE, which is child abuse and stuff. And you know what? I can show up powerfully and speak to that because of my experiences. I can be powerful in different situations because of my experience I could not run my business I could not be here talking to you about the things I could do unless I would have gone through every little thing I went through and if I look at my life it's been orchestrated if A didn't happen then B wouldn't happen then C wouldn't happen then all the way down to the fact I wouldn't be here and things I used to hate and used to be like I don't want that to define me if that didn't happen there's no way things worked out for me to be here you know whoever you believe me believe in the universe you believe in God you know orchestrating things I think there's there's this point of, you know, there's a greater power that's at play here in our lives, and we have to realize that, that we can't see the big picture. Um, I say that our lives are like a masterpiece, and all that we see is a stroke at the time, and that stroke may look really ugly color and may be an ugly shape and maybe all these things we don't like about, but when we step back and then our lives look at our grand masterpiece, if we didn't have that stroke, our masterpiece would not be a masterpiece. And so no, the strokes that happen in your life are for a reason. Um, but staying stuck is our choice. Staying stuck was my choice. Um, and I refuse to ever, again, water down myself, become less of who I am because someone else tells me I have to, because someone else tells me I'm not good enough, because someone else compares me to someone else, to everything else. I am who I am, and I will be defined by that and that alone. Um, and so that's just... It's a very grand overview with not as much detail as um, I'll get into later, but um, I come from a place of being beautifully broken. If you have not listened to my podcast called Beautifully Broken, um, make sure you do that. It's also on my YouTube channel, um, GoGen180Fit, Beautifully Broken. And that will kind of give you insights into who I am because I am beautifully broken. It's the mess of those broken pieces that make me who I am and um, make me want to help other people so desperately. You know, I so dream of the day 
that I can have a grander impact than I do now, where I can really reach mass amount of people and let them know that they're loved and they're cared about and that their things are possible in their life and the only person that's going to hold them back is themselves. Help them get to that place. But you know what? Even if it's only one person I do that for, it'll be worth every single thing I've ever gone through. And so I um, appreciate you listening to me. Appreciate you listening to my my story, a messy one, um, one with a lot of rejection, misunderstanding, and heartache, but one with a lot of overcoming and transformation and possibilities. But the key is we have to be authentically us. We have to stop making excuses. And we have to really embrace the person that we want to become and embrace our past, not run from it. We realize it's setting us up for where we are now. Um, and that there's possibilities upon possibilities. And realize that there's a, there's a greater power at work in our lives. And sometimes we just have to sit back and embrace what's happening and realize that this is happening for a reason I don't understand right now and I might never understand. But I'm going to trust that this is a stroke on my masterpiece and I'm going to keep my heart right and pure and I'm going to do I need to to get through this but I'm not going to judge it because maybe this is just the thing that's needed to take me to my next level self um, so anyway once again thank you so much for for listening today and um, thank you for listening um, and subscribing if you haven't please subscribe 100 episodes very exciting for me and I think I'll end with one more thing that's on my wall right now it's called live with intention Live with intention, walk to the edge, listen hard, practice wellness, play with abandon, laugh, choose with no regret, continue to learn, appreciate your friends, do what you love, live as if this is all there is. Pretty much is if we get one life, right? So, all right, my tribe, um, know you're appreciated and I'm here for you anytime. I would love to meet each one of you and get to hear your story. Um, I love hearing people's stories. And let me know how I can assist you, how I can help you on this journey of life, because I know it's hard. And we shouldn't do it alone. And you don't have to, because I'm here. And I'm cheering you on every step of the way. All right, until next time, tribe. Thanks for listening today. Once again, this is Jen with 180 Fit. Be kind, be brave, live authentically, and always shine. Until next time, go live the fit life.